these uh, negative comments, I still think that I have a lot to work on myself, and I really don't like at that time. I really don't like the way I dress, the way I look, the way I talk because I was just focusing so much on my appearance on TV. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Good Life Podcast with me, Noor. And me, Mizi Wahid. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week, taking your time to invest in yourself and your future. And we just want to acknowledge, you know, that great commitment towards yourself. It's really great that you are loving the episodes, sharing it with your friends, your family, and like taking your time to share your insights on social media. You know, thank you so much for allowing us to serve you this way. We indeed are so honoured to be able to do this. It's something we enjoy and we feel so honoured, so blessed and so thankful every day. Yeah, it is truly, truly an honour. And we're really excited to introduce to you guys our special guest on our awesome show. And today's guest, you know, she was one of the finalists for a reality programme called On Air by Astro, mm. where it was in search for new and vibrant TV presenters. So seeing as to how... Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm not so vibrant. <laughs> so seeing as to how eloquent and talented she is in her hosting capabilities, Astro picked her up to join the TV station. So mm. she has since commenced her career as a TV presenter and journalist with Astro Awani since 2012 and has had the experience of being a newscaster for Built-in Awani and went on to host many various amazing events and shows <laughs> such as the recent one too many one, for us to list too down. many so I'll just list the, the recent one that she did like Safina Kuala Lumpur Conference and one of the latest ones being Nara Shares right where it brings together you know inspiring individuals to talk about meaningful discussions and she is none other than the beautiful Hana Ismail Alhamdulillah look who's speaking you're beautiful yourself inshallah oh, thank you inshallah really wa'alaikum assalam really I'm I'm really a wrestler. I'm undeserving of all this, you know, uh, <laughs> praises and commentaries because all peace to Allah. Alhamdulillah. Mm. Alhamdulillah. She's so humble, Samo. Add that to the list, okay? <laughs> Humility. Humility. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, Hana, for Thank being you for here me. with us Thank you today. for having me. You know, and in today's episode, we want to talk about, you know, singlehood, right? Singleness, the risk of waiting and rejection. So, you know, in today's society, we hear a lot about people seeing Um, you know those individuals who are single as being less happy, less secure, right? Or so problematic. Less successful. Yeah. Or problematic. Problematic. Yeah. yeah. You know, it is is really unfortunate that they see them this way. And mm-hmm. you know, you yourself being someone who's single, how do you, how do you actually react? You know, to to these um, um, reactions and comments from people. MashaAllah, subhanAllah, uh, I think I have reached that age where I don't really care what people think of me, you know. So long as my family think I'm successful, I'm happy doing my own stuff, I'm good, alhamdulillah. Mm. So I suppose that's my answer. Mm. Unless maybe if you're in an age whereby you think that people's uh, criticisms, criticisms of you is, you take things like, really macam heavily tau. take them to heart yeah take them to heart but alhamdulillah I'm fortunate I am that kind of person who 
really don't think that much of what people think of me. Yes, a little bit. But then bila, when I go back to my cat, I go back to my comfortable home. I rasa macam Alhamdulillah, I'm blessed. At which point in your life did that begin to happen? Where you just, you told yourself, you know what, I'm not going to be too affected anymore by mm-hmm. what people say about my single status. Okay, you know, you let's remember? be honest. lah. Yeah. Uh, when you're in this industry, uh, the entertainment industry, being in the limelight, on TV, you are bound to criticism all the time. Yeah. Perhaps even more compared yeah. to those uh, who's not working in this line, I suppose. Um, when my first, my first, when I first entered to this industry, when I was entering the program called On Air, kind of reality, reality TV show, that search for hosts, lah, kind. Are, are, uh, are there reruns? Because I missed that show. Can I watch that? <laughs> they have, they have it on YouTube. I'm not going to show yes. you the link, though. I'm not going to show you the link, though. <laughs> God, I hate my image that time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So when people, when news started to spread saying, hey, these are the contestants and people start to criticize you, I'm like, oh my God, I have to face this reality that there'll be people who like will comment the good side and the bad side of you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I should just be prepared mentally. And if I keep on focusing on this thing, I might win this. But somehow I know along the way when during this uh during the show I get distracted because I fear of what people might think mm. and because of that it didn't really help me to move myself forward or um, to do all out in the program mm. that is the one thing I regret you know had mm. I not think too much I think I would have done something more I think I understand what that feels like mm. because you allow what other people say or their opinion of you yes. when it's a It's not supposed to matter. Yes. Because most of them don't even know you. Yeah. They, they know you by name. Mm-hmm. They know the persona. They know uh, the celebrity. But they don't really know you, you. Mm-hmm. The real Hannah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet, we have... Um, you know, sometimes we, we go through a time when we're a bit weak. And yes. their words hurt us and affect us. And as a result, we get angry at ourselves because we hold ourselves back from giving 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was in that position. I was in that position for quite of some time. And then I figured, you know, in this life, even if you're not in the entertainment industry, um, you are bound for criticism from anyone and anywhere and everywhere. So uh, I I take it as uh, it's a good thing as it's also like uh, a way of people... Um, care for you or care for what you're doing in the industry at least mm. uh, at least you are in their radar mm. you know rather than not known <laughs> at all <laughs> that's one way of looking at it yes yeah. so Alhamdulillah from there I I just I just go mm. Mm. wow so do you think that this you know, this whole concept on like self-love it, it played a huge role in you being able to like you know filter out all this noise that you're hearing from people people like you know criticizing you or judging you how did that play a part in you know your your in your life I don't know I just so much um uh, when you mentioned that self-love and filter right I think it's like to me it's like a separate thing much uh-huh. um if it's filtered then meaning uh but you're still hating yourself. Yeah. Ah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, when even though that 
Even though I filtered all these uh, negative comments, I still think that I have a lot to work on myself. And I really don't like at that time, I really don't like the way I dress, the way I look, the way I talk. Because mm-hmm. I was just focusing so much on my appearance on TV. You are being overly critical of I yourself. I was. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I was. But I know, Alhamdulillah, um, somehow when you turn back to Allah... Mm-hmm. You know that these things don't matter at all. Mm. Yeah. You know, uh, and the way I look at it, um, and Alhamdulillah, I am blessed with a circle of people who is not in the industry, but are always um, making effort to make themselves closer to God mm-hmm. by attending majlis. So in a way, I am forced to follow them, you know. Mm. And Alhamdulillah, during that time, during my early settlement in Kuala Lumpur, when I, when I had a job in Awani, I had a housemate, you know. Interestingly, she was the one who opened my eyes that your image doesn't matter in the eyes of God. Mm. And she is a Japanese revert. Mm. Sorry, she's a Japanese convert. Uh-huh. If, uh, if people can understand that more. She's a Japanese convert who's 64 years old. Mm. Wow. And... In a way, she's quite fussy in Arabic and she get to learn the language because she was a volunteer in Syria wow. back then. And then she moved to uh, KL because she wanted to learn the religion more. Mm. And she was told that um, in KL, it's even more easier and accessible for you to learn the religion mm-hmm. and for you to learn, uh, to study the Quran. Mm. And she was living with me. And subhanallah, I learned a lot from her. And she was wearing niqab, mashallah. <laughs> and she is the type who would like, she would walk, you know, she would walk all by herself at 64 years of age. And the class that she attend to is not near, okay, I tell you. It's far. And she would just walk. Amazing. And with all that, because, and she's not, she's not really healthy. She's suffering from, uh, I'm not, somewhat, somewhat, autoimmune disease. Oh, wow. That's serious. Yes. Mm. Um, so, in a way, uh, she's always in constant pain. But, subhanAllah, her perseverance in Real finding power. knowledge and seeking knowledge mm-hmm. and clo- be closer to God inspire me to become better, to become a better Muslim. Mm. And I'm somewhat ashamed that she has that thinking that although she's fairly new to the to the religion. Mm. Wow. So, that's how... And I open her. And I think... Of course, it's not a coincidence that Allah has sent me this angel. Yeah, yeah. And her name is Nura. I pray that she is in a good health. She's now married to a... Uh, Uh, she's now married to a Malay guy in KL and she is now taking care of her 90, 92-year-old mother who's ailing as well. I'm wow. like, subhanallah. Wow. <laughs> it sounded Inspiring like it sounded story. like too good to be true, right? Yeah. But such people exist, you know. Amazing thing happens, right? God like works in amazing ways, you know, sending you people to help you in, you know, your path towards Him. Yes, right? alhamdulillah. I think it's just a matter of whether you are able to put on that lens to be able to see this opportunity, this yes. gift in front of your eyes. And yes. I think what I'm hearing is that it is important for you to surround yourself with people who are able to uplift you and support you, you know, in your journey of growth. And you know what? You know what, Noor? 
and I believe it's it's the prayers of my of my parents who wants me to be connected with all these good people mm. because they know that somewhat uh, I can be out of control sometimes, you know. <laughs> so Alhamdulillah, uh, I, I've never seen that side of you before. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I don't want you to. Okay. But I've met your parents before. They're amazing. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Uh, such wonderful, beautiful people, and I'm, I agree that sometimes our parents' prayers are what bring us to where we are today. Have you ever been in an emergency situation where you or your loved one was suddenly rushed to the hospital needing urgent care and attention? Not only is it something that affects you emotionally, but the sudden outflow of cash can rock you financially too. It's actually something that has happened to me before a couple of times. I have four young children, and to know that I'm now prepared if anything were to happen to them again gives me and my wife less things to be anxious about. I'm glad to have met the very knowledgeable and helpful team from MFAG who explained to me the various schemes and options for different needs. I feel more confident now more than ever before. If you wish to speak to one of the MFAG team members today, you can drop a text at this number 9660-0502 for a free chat. And just for the Good Life Podcast listeners, there is a limited time offer of up to 30% off selected products if you contact them before the deadline of 15 December 2019. So, um, that what else in your journey of self-discovery? You know, because a lot of single people they get very stressed out. They get very, they feel very lonely at times. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you do when you felt lonely? When everyone has a somebody except you? Uh, I sleep on it really. <laughs> Do, I but, sleep but do, but, but, get myself sorry, busy. To be honest, did you cry yourself to sleep or was it just... Yeah, sometimes. Hmm. Uh, but only... Uh, I cry because... Okay, let's be honest, alright? Mm-hmm. I'm not... Okay, during my... Okay, all throughout my singleness and my singlehood, again, it's not like I'm not dating anyone mm. at that time. I dated a few people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somehow, it didn't end up in marriage because... Uh, I think firstly it's, it's because my intention wasn't right mm. I just date out of boredom mm. I just dated out of boredom and although I may say that yeah we are doing this because we are you know preparing ourselves to get married but actually deep down I'm not mm. and I'm not blaming that person either mm. uh, perhaps maybe we have issues that we haven't we haven't like really uh, sought Resulted sort of things yeah. that resulted to us not ended up with each other, mm-hmm. but Alhamdulillah for that, at least you know I learned a lot of things from there. Mm. Uh, so and sometimes, um, of course, I cried because it didn't work out, but I know it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how I move on, mm. and that's how I get myself busy and do other things. You know, like. Uh, Paragliding. I would shift from one hobby wow. to another, you know. I've never done no, I don't before. have that license. <laughs> uh, like, but I shift my hobby from one to another. Sorry, you've done paragliding before? I've done paragliding before. When you said I took up a hobby, I thought it was like sewing or... <laughs> no, <laughs> but I wish, I, wish I, could, I wish I could, but maybe that's going to be my next plan, like, inshallah. Suddenly uh. paragliding. Yeah, like, boom, <laughs> paragliding, man. <laughs> that is literally... Like, so extreme, right? Literally the art of letting go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mashallah. Yeah, perhaps. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so like, for yourself, 
you know when you see those people who are like you know married and everything does that bring about what what kind of like feelings and emotions does it ignite within now like okay. when you see those people who are like so called happily married and stuff like mashallah i'm happy for them awesome there's no like uh, a sense of envy or jealousy alhamdulillah i don't have that kind of feeling and because i love emceeing weddings <laughs> Banana the wedding MC. Yeah. I call banana. myself Banana the wedding MC. <laughs> Subhanallah, I always uh I know somehow I just like attending weddings and be part of it. And whenever I see the happy faces of the family, of the couple, it makes me happy. Yeah. Hana, that's, that's awesome. amazing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I pray that your genuine happiness for them will result in your happiness one day. Alhamdulillah, amin, amin inshallah. And I feel that, you know, the fact that you're able to um Uh, appreciate you know someone else's like you know success and happiness it says a lot about yourself you know like that you are in a good place because there are people out there who see you know other people who are like you know happy or they're like you know wealthy and stuff like that but mm-hmm. they their hearts are filled with a lot of envy and bitterness yeah yes. and bitterness yeah that's the one thing that i want to address uh because i read a lot and i watch a lot of um talks by sheikh hamza yusuf you know If there's one thing that people don't realize is that once you realize that you have that disease in your heart, you need to take action on how for, on how you can mend it. And one thing I learned is that uh, full submission can help you um, to purify and also help to mend the disease of your heart. Mm-hmm. Once you realize that you have that envy, you know that you have that disease and you have to take action on how you can cure it. And the best way to cure is to cure it is full submission, and also to like uh, the second is to purify um, whatever that you think is not purified. Say for example, you have debts. For example, make sure that you clear your debts and make an effort to clear that debt. Mm. And if you don't pay your zakah, make sure that you pay your zakat. Mm. Uh, and then thirdly, uh, what else? Eh? What else I learn? Uh, whenever that you feel that. A sense of jealousy and envy in your heart. Uh, quickly make ta'awus uh, and also uh, recite surah to uh, surah kulauzu brabinas. So in a way, uh, if you make that a routine, inshallah, slowly you will erase it. You will erase it quickly and brush away whatever the envyness and jealousy that you have, mm. because yeah. jealousy and envyness comes from a diseased heart. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you don't tackle it there and then, it's something that would just spread yes, like, yes. you know, wildfire and it's yes. scary. I totally agree. No, by the way, I envy because you have such a flawless skin. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> girl. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, really. Thank you. <laughs> you just made her blush. Yeah. Oh my God, I have lots of words right <laughs> I lost my train of thoughts. <laughs> But really, make sure you guys pay your zakat and clear your debts, okay? And and this is brought to you by the Shah Alam Zakat. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes you rest, sometimes you feel like, why is it so hard for you to be happy for people? Why is it so hard for you to uh, make your ibadah? Why so liat? Why do you have to postpone every time you want to do good things? Mm-hmm. You have to look at all these things. Perhaps it's not purified. The things that you have is not purified. You know, yeah. start doing that, and inshallah, you will see the ripple effect of things. Subhanallah, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay, sorry. Can I yeah. ask something? Yeah. You know, single people, especially women, mm-hmm. they always say that 
for them it's harder because mostly they have to wait for something to happen wait for a guy to ask for their hand in marriage okay wait for prince charming to arrive on a horse oh my god i'm that type <laughs> yeah so but sometimes hana waiting can be difficult because you don't know how long you have to wait and when it's coming so what what would you say to people who are in the midst of waiting subhanallah i myself i have no clear or direct answer to that but sabar be patient uh make lots of doa and while in the process of that make an effort like if you really make if you really want to make marriage as your goal in life then make the extra effort uh put a step forward perhaps what what is an example of putting a effort here putting an effort here uh do a ta'aruf lah if you think that you're interested in a mm. guy or you are so too shy you just the lady can make the move yes it's mm. okay to and also it's okay to ask for help mm. yeah. you know uh you would be amazed by how many of your friends or a circle of your family who would like to see you happy and nak kenin can you with someone whom they think is right for you yeah. but the reason why maybe they hold back is because you you don't ask you don't ask enough or maybe they think that maybe oh you're good on your own mm-hmm. but the moment you start asking for help subhanallah they will they will mm-hmm. in a way uh, they will help you in that in that sense so have you have you asked for help lately no why because uh, I don't subhanallah I am in the position sorry, sorry, where my, sorry to put you in okay, that, that's alright uh, I know somehow it's okay but why somehow I I don't know because I'm just too busy and mm. um, not now you mean making excuses nampak tak mm. no really I'm just not that ready mm. I'm just not that ready but I'm always open to people who wants to match make me with uh, anyone okay Yeah. Do you think you will come to a point where you're like, okay, I am ready for marriage? Do you Do you think you will know that? that Inshallah, yes. Mm. Yeah. It, okay. It's uh, in your heart, right? Yes, hundred percent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think it's better to like love someone and get hurt in the process, or to never be loved at all? Not take the risk and you know not put your heart out there. I guess a lot of people are yes. scared. Right? I think I'd rather. Love someone and get your heart broken because that's when you learn that nothing is permanent in this world. Mm. That's how I learn. Uh, and when you rely yourself so much on the mahlo, you will get disappointed yeah. time and time again. I get disappointed with my cat. I train him, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, to pee at the right place. And sometimes he would pee on my sofa. But yeah. you know, that's just got, how life I just, is. I just adopted two cats, and one really? of them, one of them is doing that. <laughs> See, like, being on your sofa. It's, it's, no, it's pooping oh. in, the, in the walkway in the middle yeah. of the house when <laughs> when the place where they're supposed to poop is just beside <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> Frustrating, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you suggested something very interesting. It's a bit unconventional, but I know some people have done it too, where mm. the women make the first step yeah. in asking uh, a guy that they like or they admire. Yes. Um, but then comes the other risk, and mm-hmm. that risk is the risk of re- being rejected. Yep. So how I, I know a lot of guys who have struggled dealing with rejection. Yeah. Are they and people really they become women so as well? They become so depressed. Mm-hmm. So I think how would a woman handle rejection? Okay, interestingly, kan um, during my time of knowing people, taaruf session and dating. Uh, 
some guys I always make doa kan let uh, me the one let me be the one who got rejected rather than them meaning let I'd rather let me make I mean I always make doa let them who make the decision whether they want to proceed with uh, with uh, me or not and Alhamdulillah somehow the guys that I've met macam although macam for a start macam they are showing interest kan and then suddenly um, it's just quiet like that so it's in a way a sign for me to just move on Alhamdulillah I I have yet not uh, come to a situation whereby I am the one who can um, make the decision of rejecting them because mm. uh, mm. I tak tahu um, is it because you don't want to hurt anyone yes Oh. Hmm. And Alhamdulillah, uh, somehow uh, Allah uh, makbulkan my dua. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. And like for you, um, what does being in like, you know, a happy and healthy relationship mean to you? Like, what does it look like to you? Are there certain requirements that you look out for? Gosh, I really don't know because I haven't been... <laughs> We're trying to get some clues here so we can match with you. Somewhere. Guys, uh, can I, listen in. <laughs> I don't really know what's the idea of a happy and healthy relationship. But I do know that uh, if, let's say, um, someone were to match make me with someone, girl, the kind of man that I want is um, who's, who likes to go to Majlis Ilmu, <laughs> who likes to attend Maulid, who has, uh, in a way, uh, make an effort um, to attain the adab and ahlak just like the prophet. Mm. Huh. Wow. It's very clear and specific. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. good. You know what you want. You say mm. you don't know what you want. I think yeah. you know what you want. Yeah, inshallah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah inshallah, you, you meet that. The yes. Man. So these are the three qualities, lah, inshallah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think one one other thing that I want to talk about is also like I hear a lot of women saying that you know they need a man to like complete them because right now they just feel you know like alone and they don't feel full mm-hmm. right so what's your take on that women who feel that they need or women or men who, who feel that they need someone to make them feel like happy and whole I know I think that's a wrong uh, concept or idea to have personally because um, if you have a clear idea what Islam and your purpose in life is all about it's more like to serve Mm. Um, I don't know how do I say this yeah I think it's a wrong idea to have because you are fully depending on that person for your happiness yeah Mm. yeah and you are putting that uh, benchmark and pressure on that person. And for sure, that person will someday... Um, Hurt you? Yeah. Do something uh, and disappoint, disappoint you? Disappoint you. Yeah. Perhaps he's not aware of it. He's not. He or she is not even aware of it. So I think that's a wrong concept of idea of putting and pressuring your partner. Mm-hmm. If you if you really ikhlas, if you really sincere and you have clear idea of what your purpose in life is all about, to serve, be it your husband, be it the community, be it your children, be it your wife, you will know that there will come a time there will be uh, trials and tribulation in marriage. Mm-hmm. And how do I say it? Do I... Do I make myself clear or not? Yeah. I know yeah. how. I know how to exp- explain it further. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Basically, don't put your happiness, something that's super, super, super duper important, on someone else. Who yeah. you have no control over. Yeah. You don't know what they're gonna say tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. they're gonna decide next week. Yeah. Yeah. So happiness, things like happiness and success. You know, it's something that you should take ownership and responsibility to fulfill it Subhanallah, yourself. Subhanallah. Yes. Yes. And don't put it on other people. And sometimes you can find it when you find God. When you yeah. pray, yes, you, yeah. true. Spirituality, yeah. inner peace, all yes. these things. Yeah. Um, I have one more question to ask. Okay. If you don't mind. Um, <laughs> what are the happiest things, or what are the perks of being single to you? Wow, there are a lot of perks. Mm. Okay, first and foremost, make, I make, get make all the married listeners uh, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know about you though, but first and foremost, uh. Um, unlike maybe um, unlike if you have a partner of course your priorities is for him or her mm-hmm. and Alhamdulillah um, I get to travel when and when where and when I like mm. you know I get to attend uh, any events when and where I like mm. without having to ask for anyone's permission mm. <laughs> freedom yes and I won't feel guilty um Going back late from work, mm-hmm. uh, unless if my cat is like is making like buhala, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. So so a lot, like a lot, a lot, and I get to serve my family, yeah. and I get to visit them more often, you know. Um, so yeah. Awesome! <laughs> uh, wow, best banana. Yeah, and I guess like you know, being single, this is the time for you to really. Discover more about yourself. You know what you really want and where you really yes. want to see yourself in life. Yeah, right? and sometimes it can be ridiculous at times. You know, <laughs> like when you're alone at home, you have like too much. Uh, you have a lot to think about. And then uh, a few days earlier, when I was uh, at my home, uh, as I was about to enter the toilet, right, I realized that mm-hmm. the door was. Constructed in such a way that the knob is on the is on the left side. The doorknob is on the left side. Uh-huh. So when I open the doorknob, it allows me to enter the toilet using my left left foot. <laughs> like, oh my god, I am following the sunnah because of this door. <laughs> See, I had a lot to think. Faham tak? These are ridiculous, but I'm so grateful and thankful that the construction worker actually pasang the door in such a way that allows me to enter the toilet using my left foot. Yeah, see you guys. You have like more mind space to reflect on more things in life. I wish you could see her reaction right now. <laughs> It's ridiculous, right? She's like, oh she's my god, like Hannah, mind, you're so cute. Mind blown. See, see, she's like, bro. See, I'm that simpleton. Such a simpleton, right? Yeah. Okay, we have, we have a challenge for you now. Okay. Yeah. So we have this thing called the fire round question segment for all our awesome guests, right? So okay. we will ask you like. Three questions, right. and the first thing com- that comes to your mind. So, Bring it on. Yeah, so uh, it's just like you know, a word or just a couple of sentences. Okay. Okay. So the first question is this: What's the most interesting thing you've heard or heard or read this week? Sheikh Hamza Yusuf uh, on why the society is becoming vulgar. And using profane words for no reason. Mm. Mm. Good one. Um, second question: What's the best piece of advice you've received from people? 
selawat and put God in the equation. Mm. Beautiful. Third question. If you needed to leave in a spaceship and could only bring one book with you, what book would that be? Easy, Al-Quran Al-Karim. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> beautiful, Hana. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Hana. Thank you. No, 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 if I may add, can sure. you... Tadi before we start the recording session, can uh-huh. you ask me what's my downtime, right? Yes, yes, like, yes. Like, uh, what would be my ultimate um, frustration? Mm. Uh, because I'm not married. Yeah. Uh, I think I would like to share, lah, kan? Sure. Of course, uh, like anybody else, I have my frustration as well. And uh, Subhanallah, I don't know. Somehow, the only frustration I get because I'm not married is because, uh, unlike other women or other men who have. Uh, A healthy, loving family uh, is that, especially for women lah. If really understand religion, can for women uh, who have children and husband, it's easy for them to enter jannah. Mm. No, they just have to uh, ikut cakap suami taat, serve the family, and it's easy for them to enter jannah. And for me, I think that's the biggest challenge lah. That's mm-hmm. the biggest. Um, how do I say? Uh, Deprivation. Eh? Yes, deprivation. I rasa macam I am deprived of having all those uh, because uh, It's okay, Hannah. because don't, of that. Don't feel so uh. sad about it. <laughs> yeah. Inshallah. I mean, there are women who are single and yet blessed in an amazing way. Alhamdulillah. And and God has you know, inshallah, make them amongst the occupants yes. of paradise. Yes. And I solely and believe I that hopefully uh, it's because of Allah's mercy that I'm allowed to enter Jannah and meet the yes. Prophet. And it's not because not so much on my deeds. Because let's be honest. I, I mean, memang tak cukup pun. I, I look at you and the changes that you're making now and the effort that you're putting in rajin sangat pergi kelas-kelas and everything semua you, to you it may seem small and insignificant but I believe that in the eyes of Allah it is something uh, big you know I mean inshallah and, and as long as you do it sincerely which I know you are doing it you're not doing it for people's attention or praise or compliments you're doing it because you really want it yes and for that you know you, you'll receive his mercy I mean inshallah wow mm, I just feel like crying when you said that Oh, Hannah. <laughs> you're beautiful. You're beautiful. And so are you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you for having here. me. Like, <laughs> and please make dua. I'm getting like goosebumps you know, seeing you cry and everything. Like, I don't know whether y'all can feel it, but this room is just filled with so much love. So much love. And you know, the fact that you're able to be vulnerable with us, sharing your personal story, it's something that that really shows true courage, strength and the growth within, Hana. Mm. You are amazing. A lot to us. I know yeah. it's not the And I'm sure to like the listeners yeah. as well to be able to benefit from something like this. Because I'm sure there are a lot of women, you know, they're going through their own set of struggles, but they feel that they've got and no one as well. to... And men as well. You know, people are going through all these struggles. It's yes. real struggles. Mm. They feel that they don't know who to turn to. And, you know, hearing such story, you never know. It might be someone else's survival guide. Right, so you're be- you're doing such a beautiful thing, Hannah. Thank you so much for being thank here. You, no, on thank session. you, Ustaz Mizi, for having me. I love you, Hannah. Even though we thank just you. like briefly met, but I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love your skin. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have your skin? <laughs> uh, later, I'll let you know what uh, my my facial routine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, you know, our dear listeners, Hana, beautiful Hana. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. You know, we hope 
that gave you insights on your journey of introspection. We'd love to hear what you think about it. You know, drop us a DM on our social media, the Good Life underscore podcast on your questions, and we'll be picking one question to be answered during our episode. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this episode if you enjoyed it. We can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. In the meantime, be bold, be beautiful, and stay the amazing you that you are. Take care, everyone.